From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show, Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum, Knickerbockers with a comfortable win, and rightfully expected, versus a, a decimated Portland Trailblazer team. Um, so for the postgame, for one game and one night, one night only, it's finally good to see a, a cruise uh, of a win, a blowout um, to a team, a lesser opponent, for, the, for whatever reason, the Knicks allowed them to hang around but for one night and one night only uh kudos to the team rj Barrett, evan fournier uh julius randall you know quickly emmanuel quickly mcbride obi toppin uh jericho sims the guy that uh, alec burks the guys that saw regular minutes tonight uh they did a good job and they, they really uh especially in the first quarter a lot of shots were made off of assists between R.J. Barrett and Evan Fournier. Even though on a night that uh, Randall struggled with his shot, uh, R.J. Barrett had it going. Uh, he got contributions pretty much from everybody. And uh, what I really love, let me say this real quick, what I really love, um, when I watch it, you know, especially uh, when it's close. Uh, and then something I've been screaming for as far as uh, Deuce McBride, and he he plays very very good defense. It's almost like a missing art or a missing uh, factor because today's NBA doesn't necessarily value defense like it has over you know in in, in decades past. Uh, so a lot of uh, him up in the chest of the point guard. Ball denial. He had a nice steal uh, in the second quarter. Uh, he got fouled on a shot on a layup attempt. But it's the, those are the things I like. I appreciate, especially from the point guard position. He did a very good job with the ball denial, all up in the guard's face, coming off the – doesn't let him breathe, and that's what you want out of a player because sometimes the players – whether they're young or old, especially with the point guards, the younger you are and you are defensive minded, you're, you're that's 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 your bread and butter. You, you got to stick to that. And I get the coach had had he needed to go to this earlier when the Knicks were in the playoff hunt. They needed to go to him earlier, especially with all those games. What he was doing in Westchester, uh, you know, at thirty and ten. This guy's an asset, man. You got to play that. You you should have played him earlier than expected. And I know fans could get blinded, even this coaching staff, or just even out of a sense of loyalty to Kimball Walker, when he may be due for one big game out of thirty days. But that's not enough of a good rate in today's NBA. Like he'll get hot versus, let's say, the Wizards at home or whatever. And then go cold. Uh, remember, he had that one big game. I was at, in Boston. He had the big, you know, the big game in there. You know, he had a good production coming back to Boston. But that's not every night. And then if you can't put up the production offensively every night, which is, you know, sometimes it happens or whatever, 
you can always rely on something like defense. You can always rely on the, the, the ability of will. When I say the ability of will, I'm talking about, hand, you know, defense. Defense. Like, a lot of the people on this platform is probably more defense than offense. I'm of the era of defense. And that's actually within any sport. Baseball pitching. Football defense. You know, getting to the quarterback. Uh, hockey. Uh, a strong goal, a goalie. Basketball. Defense. You can have all the skill in the world. You could be talented offensively. And if you are an all-time great, sometimes it's just you can overshadow the guy that's defending you. But in most cases, if you have the guts, if you have the heart to play defense, you can make it in any era of the NBA. And this is what I loved, even against a weaker Portland Trailblazer team tonight, is the fact that when I watch Deuce McBride out there, he does not allow a possession to pass him by a lackadaisical uh, sequence within the shot clock selection. He plays, he has a nice rapport with Emmanuel quickly, and those guards struggled against him as far as whenever they did take shots. I mean, those were, it turns into defensive rebounds and it turns into pace, especially with that young unit. Um, like what R.J. Bear was running with the young guys tonight. But it's almost too little too late. That's the bigger picture. They should have went to this earlier. Knicks are not going to make the playing games. Just mathematically a challenge because other teams above them are still playing well. But for tonight, the Knicks did a good job. And since the last time we were here with uh, with Shelly and um, uh, 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 uh Mr. Live, the live looking versus Dallas, a beautiful win. But the lack of closers is the detriment of this team, and they've got to get it fixed in the offseason. Uh, that, how, how that happened in Memphis on Friday, and then down the stretch versus the Nets on Sunday, they have the closers and John Morant and Kevin Durant. And the Knicks don't. And it's just that simple why we're not going to the play-in game. But for tonight, we can celebrate a blowout team versus a lesser opponent. I'll still cheer on the wins. Right, Shelly? What up, Shelly? We're not going to be on here tonight. I mean, we all expected the Knicks to beat up on the Portland Trailblazers. Somewhat of a revenge game after losing to them on the West Coast about a month ago. Um, You know, what's your thoughts on tonight's game, Uh, how we won? But also, since the last time we spoke, what are your thoughts as well um, how things went in Memphis and versus the Nets? I kind of know what you think, but let the audience know. How you doing? Uh, look, I think tonight was a revenge win because the last time they played the Trailblazers, what they blow it? A 20-something point lead and got spanked in the fourth quarter. They got outscored like 30 to 10 or some crap. And I thought it was going to happen tonight when they cut that 17-point lead to eight, I was like, I was, I would be done if they lost this game. I'm like, don't do this again. But they would, they, they withstood the run. They came back and ended the third with a 20-point lead. I was like, all right, they, they playing pretty good now. Where was this earlier in the season? I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, they're not making the playoffs. They're not making the play-in games, but. 
at least they're nice to watch right now. They're kind of fun to watch right now. That loss to the Nets, though, that, that was, uh, like you said, we don't have no closers. And nope. there was nothing they could do with, with Durant, nothing. I mean, he closed his eyes and it went in. They they were on him. They doubled him. I seen they sent, you know, Sims out on him. They just couldn't stop him. And we didn't have nothing to match it. I mean, there was a time when it looked like, you know, RJ and Randall tried to match Durant like bucket for bucket, but they just couldn't keep up. And it, it wasn't nothing we could do. We couldn't stop him and we couldn't score. If, you know, we don't have closes, just like you said. It was sad, but... I don't know what you could do with Durant other than, like, break his arms and his legs. There was nothing they could do. Right but on, I'm right on. If you don't win. Yeah, if you don't mind, Keith, you got a lot of background noise. Can you turn it down the noise know, a little bit? Me, I was there. just like, let me turn this off. I just realized yeah, it was, it's you know. Let's have a discussion because, you know, I like what they did against Memphis on Friday, but John Moran is just on another level, man. And like I said, I think some people caught when, I mean, no surprise. I mean, the facts of what happened with history is the Knicks just were not high enough in the draft that season to draft them because Memphis was sitting at number two. The Knicks were sitting at number three. And I like RJ. RJ's playing his best basketball of his career right now. But it ain't John Morant level. But I know a team like New Orleans is probably kicking themselves because they went with the flash and dash of Zion Williamson, all the, the marketable hype. And he's not even playing right now. And John Morant is looking like the best player in that class with a close R.J. Barrett right there lurking. So, you know, R.J. Barrett's had to, you know, you know, we talk about draft picks, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shelly, as far as the Knicks. And I know you've been crucial about that. You know, the R.J. Barrett pick is looking good. I mean, it was a it was a no brainer pick, but you know, you, you could easily fucked it up. But they got it right, you know, based on position, and you know, I like to see him work on his game a little bit more because he he goes too much to the left for my taste. To the left. But uh, and I and yeah. I said this to the guys last year or even two years ago. If once R.J. Barrett starts consistently knocking down that perimeter shot, because early on in his career was a huge struggle, but he was young, it's working now. It's definitely working. So you build around him, you build around Randall, add a point guard, you got to add a got to find a closer at free agency or something because I mean I, as as of right now currently constructed, they just need more pieces to compete in the East. So, but what are your thoughts on RJ Barrett over the last I don't know, what, 8 9 games? He's on a tear. RJ Barrett is easily the next best player right now. And um if he can go to the right as strong as he goes to the left, I think he'd be unstoppable in the paint. And he seems like he's developing a little outside shot, too. I like him. I, I have to, you know, I wasn't all that impressed with him earlier, but he seems to be piling it on game by game. He's getting better and better, and he's getting more and more confident, which I think is helping his game. I can't complain about him. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you in the NBA, you gotta should be able to have the use of two, uh, both your left and your right. Um, you know, we know where he's gonna go, and he's on the tear right now. But he, like you said, he'd be unstoppable. But also with RJ Barrett, when he gets into the paint, 
uh, that Euro step, he gets it going, man. I mean, it's just high percentage field goals. I love it. I love it. Um, he plays the basketball to me the almost I would say the right way on this roster than any Nick. Um, better than Randall offensively, better than Fournier. Mm-hmm. To me, like he's like when he, when he takes open threes, it looks like it's the right open three. It's not. It doesn't seem forced like when Randall kind of chucks it up and you kind of just shaking your head. But he drives. Matter of fact, the Knicks are not high in the NBA in pace level, but when they do get pace buckets, it's because of mostly R.J. Barrett. He's the one main one on yeah. in transition, converting down. You know when they're going on a fast break. Yeah, he's making the right decisions out there. I like it. You know, he shoots when he should. He passes when he should. He he looks. He's playing real strong, and he's playing with confidence. And you can't complain about that. I like it. And I, I feel wonder, like how do you think, things, by the way. <laughs> how do you think he could take it to the next level next season? Because they were making a, a, a point to say that uh, he wants to be a 20 20- Point of game guy in the league. Of course, I think he could do that. But um, what do you think as far as being a scoring leader, taking it to that level? I think he could probably get up to twenty two a night if if he works on his game. If he does what we just suggested as far as using it right, maybe more offensive moves in the half court. If he does that and <laughs> works at it hard, I don't think twenty two a night is not. Not a problem. Would it be a problem for him? No, it's do it's really doable for him. In fact, he's doing it now. You know, he's had what? How many? Almost right. ten thirty point games. He's you know he just. I think he just needs to add a little more variety because it just feels like when he drives in the paint, you know where he's going. He still gets it done. He still <laughs> right. makes it to the rim. But it's kind of you know where he's going, but he still does it. I just want him to throw people a little off, you know, like get them on their toes, make them think. Like, don't always go the same. He goes in strong, and most times he's been making it. I like how he's finishing at the rim. And I, I'm I'm starting to really like this kid. I just, you know, and I think he needs to add maybe a little more, like, I don't know, mid-range shots or something because he drives and he drives and it looks good and he does take shots. But I don't know. Maybe he needs to take a few more out there and open it up a little. I don't know. I think he can do 22 a night. I just think he needs a little more variety to his game offensively. I agree with that. I agree with that. But mm -hmm. I still like Sims. You know I like that kid. (laughs) I love that boy. And tonight he had some nice, you know, alley-oops going through. I was like, go ahead. And he's athletic. I like oh, Obi Top. Oh, you talking about Obi Toppin? Oh, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about Sims. Jericho Sims. I'm talking about him. Oh, Jericho Sims. He had Sims. a couple of little. Yeah, he had a couple of like who hit him? Obi hit him with the nice alley earlier. I just like that kid. I, I can't. I'll be singing his praises for the rest of the season. I think he's their um, center of the future, or backup center, or whatever. I agree. He, I don't think. Todd Gibson didn't play tonight, did he? No. Nah, but no, Todd is a, is a word. No. I'm with live on that. Meaning he will he be a, he's a he's the fifteenth guy on the bench, so in emergency situations, go to Todd Gibson once you start getting the injuries or suspensions. You know, Todd Gibson is solid. You know, 
I would keep him on my roster to like 42. You know what I'm saying? So I I would get rid of a Todd Gibson. Right, basically. I I, I think he should mentor Jericho. Jericho Sims, I think he's a good mentor for him. But that boy is, I think he's our backup center. He might be the center of the future. I'm looking at him. Right, exactly, because Nerlens Noel seems like he hasn't been there half the year. He's on the way out the door. I like Nerlens Noel, but he's just injured. He's been injury prone, and I think the Knicks like are getting a lot of minutes to Sims and and, and the um, uh, the other guy McBride. You know, these younger dudes are just getting time to develop on the fly. You know, they're not going to make the plane like you said, and I agree. So, you know, Sims is solid. I mean, he was playing a solid pretty much all year when he did get the opportunity, and he did it a when lot when he got in the in, Westchester yeah. G League, too. And, and he's, you know, I like how he plays. He plays with a little confidence. He don't have no fear. I liked him when he went up against Embiid, and he didn't back down off of Embiid. And, and, and I think it was him that blocked one of KD shots, Durant shots. I was okay. I was. I want to see this boy out there. And mm-hmm. Nerlens, I like Nerlens. I've always liked Nerlens, but he's been out more than he's been in. I don't see him returning. I think um, give the keys to the car to the backup center to Jericho Sims. Um, you know, let's give props to Mitchell Robinson as well, because Mitch – you know, you know he's been there. You know, a, you know, physicality wise, he, he hasn't been moved around like he was in the prior years. He's gotten away with it with a seven, what, seven one, seven two frame uh, because he's long and lanky. But you know, he's been doing his job as far as rebounding and all that. My whole biggest thing, like him, like with Obi Toppin, is to actually develop some sort of short game. And if they could do that, then we would be in the playoffs. Because, I feel, like I said, like, Obi Toppin, or, no, I'll get to Obi Toppin a little bit later because, you know, I like the slashing and, and the alley-oops and all that. But, man, if that dude had a half, a, a somewhat of a mid-range game like Amari Stoudemire did when he came out of high school to the Suns, man, man, we would, we, this shit, they need a whole development team, and they should hire me. We'll get the, the consultants to work on these games, this they whole do. summer league, because they, these dudes should kill it. They should be killing it. Like, when I look at Jericho Sims, I don't see offensive threat. Like, he just seems like a, a defensive rebounding machine, block shots, and he'll catch a couple of oops. Yeah. Kind of like, you know what he reminds me of? Kind of like a like a, like a a smaller version of Tyson Chandler. Like a like young version of Tyson Chandler. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's all. Yeah, you're right. That's all he Tyson really does? Chandler, yeah. Yeah, that's, but look, he did a Defense, good. Defense, rebound, and, out, uh, and catch oops. And, you know, yeah, he's out there. I can see Sims in that role. He'll get some points, but he's mainly out there. He's going to anchor the defense. He's going to protect the rim. I can see that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think he's well, ca- a little more solid than Tyson Chandler, too. Nah, he's more he got bigger. a little more meat on Tyson was more. Tyson was more bigger, I think. I think he was. Yeah, he was. Maybe taller, but. He was taller, but Jericho got some arms. He got a little meat on him. Yeah, he's going to grow. He's going to develop more. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But what do you think about that, though, like offensively with those guys? But I do want to go back to that Memphis game. What was your thoughts going in that Memphis game? Because the Knicks had a double-digit lead. 
in that fourth quarter. And they gave it up quick. Now, I understand. And listen, man, and I, there's really not much you can really do against John Murray. I saw them throw McBride on him. And John Murray is just a, an athletic freak. I, I can't think of any, like a, a Westbrook is. You know how Westbrook was when he was like back in 09 and yeah. 10, 2011? Kind of like that, but his, he got like higher than him. Do. This is really nothing. How do you do that? <laughs> it was the same with Durant and the Nets. There's nothing you could do. They threw the book at him. They couldn't stop him, <laughs> and they couldn't match him. I mean, they they could they could have ran Moran over with a Mack truck. He probably still would have scored from under the wheel. There's nothing you could do when they get like that. If you know, I'm just sitting there and you watching. Can you make? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've seen him throw everything at them. They tried. They was, it wasn't like they gave up. They didn't give up on them, even with the Nets. They didn't give up that game. That was one thing I was happy with. They didn't give up. They was out there fighting, but it was unfair. They were fighting against an unfair opponent. We didn't have nobody right. to match up with that. She couldn't stop Durant. Couldn't stop. Maybe it's their names. They sound kind of similar. John Durant, Kevin Durant. Like, you can't, there's nothing you can do with that. <laughs> It's just nothing you could do. I mean, you're watching it, and you just see it's like they just put the team on their back and single-handedly beat the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I that's why I can't get mad. You, when you have the better player, I mean, that's how it works in the NBA. Usually you have the better closers. They're going to get the job done. They're too skilled. Um, yeah, it was kind of you know, rough watching Durant that shit Friday was and at her. I mean, Durant was kind of laughing at, at, at your friend there, what you call him, the Pink Panther. <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. You see him yeah, laughing, he's like, too small. He's too small. Like, there's nothing you can do. I, right, true. You know, I That's think if you blindfolded those guys, they still would have made the basket. It was, it was nothing. They, they tried. They didn't give up. I wasn't mad at them. I was mad they lost, but, right. you know, at least they didn't lay down and die. And, you know, the Sixers lost. I took that one personal. Because, <laughs> you know, I live here in Philly, so when they blew what, what, what it. What Sixers lost? Sixers lead to the oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking when, about when, oh, okay, when Harden was there, that first game for Harden. Oh, yeah, I mean, I get Yeah, it. that first game. When they came back, I took that one personal. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, they're, they're the better team, so. They're the better I team. Know that. Um, let me let me ask you this: We'll get around the lead and we jump off, man. Um, this two, you know, I, I got two points. One's basketball related, and one is sort of basketball related, but number and, and they're okay. kind of interconnected. The sixty point games, man. Did you see what Carl Anthony Towns did and um, Kyrie Irving uh, versus the Magic? Anthony oh, Towns versus God, the Spurs. I saw and, Kyrie uh, Irving. That was Kyrie Irving was he was ridiculous. He had fifty something points in the third quarter. He was another one. They, it was there was nothing they could do. He just mm-hmm. decided he was going to score, and he scored. <laughs> it's like give me the ball, throw it up. It was it. He scored every which way you could score. I think he was sitting Sweet. on the bench and scored. I mean, it was crazy. And I tell really you, crazy more, about even more crazy. Net. What? I mean, you saw it on Sunday. Um, I think he probably sent the message to the lowly, poor Orlando Magic because what happened on Sunday, mm-hmm. and never ever in my life I ever seen this where 
a currently contracted player of an NBA roster had to buy tickets to watch his own team play. I never seen that before. <laughs> before. Crazy. I mean, what the fuck are they doing, man? The league, the league is dumb, man. I mean, I know they're making millions, billions, and shit like that, but what the fuck? Like, what kind of message does that send? And, and you know what? I may say that right now because uh, I hate to say it, because they'd be the first ones promoting all uh, uh, racial equality and all this other shit. You jerking a black American. NBA player for a roster, total disrespect. You mean, he, wait a minute, he couldn't sit on the bench <laughs> with his teammates in street clothes? But he could and, buy a ticket. And then, you find, and, then, and, then, and then you find them, or find, find, I'm sorry, you find the team, the team 25 yes, stats, 25,000 uh, 25, for him because he went into a mm-hmm. locker room, the same locker room he just came out of after dropping 60 points. <laughs> What fucking sense does that make? It doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. I mean, the fact that he's in the building because he bought a ticket and he's sitting like two feet away from the bench. I mean, come on. You see where he was sitting? He's right behind the bench. But you can't sit on the bench. But he could buy a ticket, come into the stadium, watch them play. makes no sense at all. It makes no sense. I don't know what how also they interpret these rules. Yeah, what also makes no sense is you, if you were an unvaccinated player, you could play as much as you want as a visitor, but the guy who plays for that roster can't play. Can't play but he only can play role games. What fucking sense does that make? That makes no sense. No. I, that's that's embarrassing, man. The logic that, that is just dumb. Um, uh, and I don't but, uh, you know, I enjoy it. it. Say what? I don't understand it. I don't know how they come up with these rules and regulations. And somebody, it's like you come up with these things and nobody is questioning you. Like, Well, well actually, well, actually, Kevin Durant questioned the mayor. He called them out. Like, uh, yeah, he was it did. Sunday? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, he's. He's the right one to call him out. That's the big dog. That's Kevin Durant. So you're going to get a lot of ears listening to that because it's coming from Kevin Durant. It makes no sense whatsoever. But it doesn't. But just the fact that Kyrie Irving is in the building, he could be a spectator, but he can't play. Right. That's another thing. I'm, Good point. Like they had lifted the mandate, so. It didn't matter by your vaccinated vaccination status. Um, you can go to the arena, <laughs> whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Yeah. You can now go, but but you can't go in the locker room. You're gonna get fined. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is fucking stupid. You can go Welcome on and back. on with that forever, and nowhere can you like I'll tell somebody like, make that make sense to me. I no, do because you need some time. It doesn't. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> and then they didn't even give him a free ticket. He bought a ticket. <laughs> I, I, oh, he had man. a buy ticket. The, that, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, wow. I'm just, that's embarrassing. It's sad though. Like when they come back and look at that as history, like what the fuck were they doing, man? But um, 
Yeah, any final thoughts, Shelly? I read comfortable win. The Knicks did it. They needed to do what they needed to do. I wouldn't even call this a revenge game. I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of the main dudes that played versus the Knicks in Portland, they um, didn't play. They didn't play tonight. Uh, Nurkic didn't play. Uh, what's his name? They didn't play. They I didn't see play. Anthony. Uh, I don't uh, uh, what's his name? Simmons. Anthony Simmons. He didn't play. Yeah. So a lot of these, the main dudes, if you're not there, then it's like kind of, eh, doesn't really count. But you still I won. So I still I, feel I, good about it. I still feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's why we're here. It's called the post game versus the Blazers. So we, we're, we're going to feel good for it tonight and move on with our lives yeah, so tomorrow. Tonight. Oh, last question. Last question before we jump okay. off. How do you uh, – you, you got your brackets filled out? Are you watching any college basketball this weekend? I know I am. I know we got the Knicks I, and shit. I, the I usually watch and I usually fill out brackets. I'm behind this year. I don't know what happened, so I got to jump in there. I ain't going to win nothing, yeah. but I always have fun. Definitely, so definitely. You, um, oh, we'll be back next down, What? Who, who owed you money, um – from the, oh, Ab. From the oh, that's scumbag. Yeah, you know he went to the garden. You know, you know he went to the garden with my money, right? He went to the garden tonight with my money, <laughs> with my dollar. That dollar, he he ate some stale ass popcorn on the mezzanine level. <laughs> Took that money and went to the garden, but he got a, he got a thirty point blowout. So Nickelbacker Avenue deserves that man. He deserves that win. So you know, the guy's right. been I, I ain't gonna mess with him then. Your Knicks. Y'all, y'all Knicks, just, just up and down and inconsistent. He got to see some good second-half basketball tonight, so he should be a proud Knicks fan leaving the Garden, man. So we'll, we'll catch Finally, up with him. Yeah. We'll, we'll put him on All trial right. for spending my dollar, you know, <laughs> on that popcorn, that stale-ass popcorn. But uh, cool, man. Shall we? We'll, we'll enjoy it. Right. Good, fun uh, episode. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Shelly, and Azul. And uh, we'll be back uh Next week, uh, next Wednesday, that'll be the last show of the month. Um, next week's shows are going to be last. We're going to have the the bye week. I'm looking forward to that. The following week, man. Get it back to our bye week. So I'm going to ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Blue. Can, mm-hmm. you Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue.